You're listening to the Zebra Podcast Network, your school, your voice. Okay, so it's Throwback Thursday. Ooh, does, does that mean I get to throw your back out by hey, kicking you? No. No. Anyways, what's the plan? So the plan, at first, we're going to start with, uh, remember a couple weeks ago, we played a message from Dr. Anderson where she reflected on her high school experience and we learned about her Catholic school experience and how mm-hmm. discipline was different at her school. So basically the same thing, but with a different teacher. Yeah, we have a voice message. Mr. Rusnak sent us a voicemail, mm. our uh, school principal. Okay. And he is sharing a memory of his high school experience. So take it away, Mr. Rusnak. My memorable high school experience would definitely be playing baseball. I played all four years, and I remember my uh, junior year, we were actually really good. We had uh, a couple of seniors and juniors on the team who played college ball, and one kid actually made it to the major leagues. Uh, That season, we made it to the state finals. We lost in the game, unfortunately, but that whole year was really special playing with my friends um, and just working through uh, the state tournament. Mr. Rusnak likes baseball. Huh. I wonder if he likes uh, baseball cards. Not going to lie, he doesn't even look like a baseball person. You know, to be honest, I feel like he's more like a, uh, what you might call it, golf. <laughs> honestly, honestly, I could kind of see him playing feel golf. Like he's, I feel like he's more like a golf person than a baseball person. Yeah. I, he, he might play golf now. Some baseball players transition into golf. Really? Oh. I mean, it's cool. still, it involves hitting a ball with a stick. Yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty close. I get, yeah. A little bit of a different swing, a little different technique. Yeah. Mr. Rusnak, do you play golf? Let us know. Yes. Let now, us... I do want to know. There was something in that message, and I, when, when I listened to it, I was hoping he would give us a little bit more. Yeah. But he's, he said that, I guess, a, a former high school teammate of his went on to play in the major leagues. Mm. I would love to know who that is. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mr. Rusnak. Please, Please let us know who yeah. was or is that major league baseball player. Yeah. Spill the tea. Spill the tea, Mr. Rusnak. Yeah, spill the, spill the beans. And of course, um, Wait. thank you to Mr. Rusnak and uh, formerly Dr. Anderson for submitting some memories and things yeah. that we could reflect on on a throwback Thursday. Mm-hmm. So uh, the challenge is out to Ms. Domasino and Mr. Susnovich and Dr. Bampo. Let's go. What is this? Give us your memories. Why does this remind me of the ice bucket challenge? Because you know how um, you talked about now it's Miss Domasino's turn and everything? That's like in me saying, hi, I'm Julian Nicholas. I'm about to do the Ice Bucket Challenge, and I dare Junior Sanchez and Adrian Molina to do it. You know, you just came up with a great idea. Oh, God. Ah, yes. We are not bringing back the Ice Bucket Challenge. No, no, not the Ice Bucket Challenge. Oh, okay. But let's see. I'm going to challenge Miss Domasino to be the next person to share a memory. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go and tell her I've challenged her, and then I'll tell her and her when she creates her message because she'll come through that she has to challenge somebody else in her message, and we could start this chain of people who share a memory from their high school experience. By God, I am a genius. You are a genius. It's been a long time since I clipped a soundbite, but <laughs> I think I got one today. <laughs> <laughs> So on, on that same token, um, since Junior's not here, we can have an all-senior panel here with the two of you. Yeah. So there are less than 90 days, school days, left in your high school careers. Yeah. At this point, just a 
you know, a week and a half into, almost two weeks into the third marking period. Mm-hmm. What are you guys thinking? What are you guys doing here or to prepare for life after high school? I know, Julian, you've been applying to colleges and you've been getting some acceptances. Yeah. Um, Ju- uh, junior, uh, Adrian, yeah. <laughs> this speaks to my point. Mm-hmm. You haven't been here as much this year. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really in tune with your life. Oh, right. So what's so, going on so, as, as what you prepare for for life after Zebra Nation? So, okay, so that's a funny question. My my brother keeps asking me this question, and I tell him, like, oh, I'm just applying to Middlesex. And, you know, you know, I'm I'm trying to figure stuff out as I go. I'm planning, you know, I'm just making up stuff as I go <laughs> and just putting, like, the pieces together, you know? It's a jumble of mess, but like in a way, in a sort of way, I'm just figuring it all out. Like a puzzle piece. Like a puzzle piece, yeah. So right now your plan is apply to Middlesex College mm-hmm. and start there. Yeah, and start in a, I also applied for a course, which is um, computer science, because I, I, uh, I really like, uh, you know, studying com- about computers and, you know, computer talk and p- uh, computer language and all that. Beep, boop. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and you know I th- and I started applying for more courses like uh, like culinary and more uh, more some more something like hands on experience like skill base skill base yes yeah no that's like that's good and you know if 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 uh, if um, you know middle six doesn't work out for me I could always just go to trade school and you know pick up a skill and. Uh, get a job but if that doesn't work i could always just go into trucking because you know truckers make a lot of money hauling 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 stuff to one location to another so that's so that's kind of my plan right now at the moment but you know it could could change i mean everything you just said i could see you doing any of those things wait you could see adrian being a trucker (laughs) totally (laughs) totally no offense he dresses like a trucker most days. Okay, fair enough. I mean, so do you, but you're on the lighter side. Hey, I dress like if I got class, if I got style. <laughs> I, at least I'm wearing something casual. Yes, you're the king of the lumberjacks. King of the lumberjacks. Oh, boy. All he needs is no, a... Like, like, I could see you, you know, being uh, driving the big rig, the 18-wheeler, through the night. Yeah. You know. What would, like, what would... Would you be Beowulf on the CB radio? Possibly. Hey, no, 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 this is Beowulf coming in to you from the uh, the old 18-wheeler. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Get her done. Oh, man. <laughs> Gonna do my job. I mean, I mean, my my dad often tells tells me, like, oh, you look like a trucker, you know. You, <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you, got, you got the big coat on, you know, the jeans and the... <laughs> And the so shoes. you got the belt of a truck here too. I'm guessing. I, I don't. I don't have. I don't wear belts. So wear hold belts. on. Let's let's do a little career exploration with you here. A little okay. Career counseling. All right. So you started this by saying you have an interest in computers, programming, technology. Mm-hmm. What would you consider doing? What would you really like to specifically learn about with computers and technology that you would want to turn into a career? I guess. I guess like uh, engineering. I guess engineering. Fact. You know, like, like studying and like seeing what works and what not works, because like the thing that fascinates me the most about computers is AI, because like AI is kind of like taking over a bit. You know, since we have like Siri on the phone and you know, uh, chat, you know, Alexa, chat, uh, chat GBT, and all that other good stuff. And you know, it kind of fascinates me on how like AI is kind of like this 
big intellectual com- supercomputer that can uh, put out answers within like minutes or seconds. Seconds, yeah. Um, so I got two things. One, when you were about to say um, chat GPT, I thought you was about to say chat EPT. No. <laughs> so that's number one. Number two, aren't you afraid that AI might replace you? Uh Yes, but like in in a metaphor in a metaphorical sense, uh, you know, uh, we're much more smarter than than AIs than AIs are. <laughs> so, so like, uh, so like we're much more smarter than AI because like AI is just a robot. Sure, it may, sure it may have like all the answers and stuff, but like we're the ones creating it. So like we have the right to destroy the AI. That's probably the worst thing in the world. That that sounds like um a knockoff like what you just said kind of sounds like a plot summary of Terminator in a way. In in a, in the case, yeah, like most people do think like, oh, like AI's taking over. It's going to be the next Terminator. But no, really, it's AI is a pretty useful tool. It is for sure. Now, yeah. Julian, you made a point about you commented, you know, are you afraid that it will replace you? Yeah. My two cents on that is AI, yeah. in some regards, yes, AI and some robots certainly can do the jobs of humans. And mm-hmm. when you think of some of the work that is done in large factories, and yeah. you know, th- there's a safety component to that where you can now take humans out of jobs that might have been unsafe by then having robots perform some of these tasks. Yeah, kind of like, uh, kind of like how uh, the child labor laws were in place. Yes, we replaced child children workers with adult workers for safety purposes. And then you know. Wait, wait. So, t- aren't they still oh, where sixteen-year-olds or something like that can still work? Yeah, yeah, but you have to. Get, you can't be nine and go work in a factory. Yeah, you can't be nine or eight years old and work in a factory. I'm pretty sure there was this case somewhere, um, where like a fourteen-year-old was working in like a meat factory or something like that. You cite your source, um, but now, in with, with some jobs being taken by AI and, and robots. I think it's not that AI will take jobs from people and, or take a job from you, Adrian, or replace right. you in your career, mm-hmm. but people who know how to use AI, yeah, those are that's going to be a valuable skill. It's going to be a very valuable skill because, like you know, if like you already know how to use AI itself, I don't trust the Guardian. Get that out of my face. <laughs> Fine. If if you know how to use AI itself, then it will be much more valuable for you to like finish the job more efficiently and the AI could, you know, do the right thing without causing any more mistakes. Cause like, let's just say if you replace a human with a robot, the robot will more, would most likely be, be doing mistakes than a human can. Cause like a human brain can process, you know, what's right from wrong. But with AI, it's just one simple thing. Just get the job done. It can't think from right or wrong, and it can't really process any mistakes. Yeah. And, and, and also, AI, let's take ChatGPT, for example. Yeah. Right? That's a tool. It is a tool. Right? No, no different than a hammer or a screwdriver, mm-hmm. anything like that. Like, you know, if I want a hammer and a nail, mm-hmm. I can't just look at the hammer and, like, the hammer will do the work. Yeah. I have to interact and use the tool. So AI is not going to do anything. I mean, yes, there are computer programs that can do stuff on their own. Mm-hmm. but if you know how to use AI and you can work it into your workflow and find ways to be able to write prompts, for example, if you're using something like a chat GPT, mm-hmm. then maybe you can work more efficiently. 
Right. And if I run a company and I have the choice to hire somebody who knows how to use AI that can help me, and ultimately, what's my goal if I own a business? Make money. There you make go. Money, yeah, profit. I money. Wa- if I can hire people that can help make that more efficient, yeah, and then that's those are the people I'm going to hire. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Yeah, because like when you're running a business and you're using AI in your business, you would want some sort of uh, some sort of person that is very skilled in AI, you know, to manage, like to manage uh, their data process and you know the way they think and the way they you know do things. So yeah, I would say yeah. And I mean, we talked about this a little bit, you know. We <clears throat> I, and I recently heard uh, on a podcast that you know college. Essays, which I know you're in the midst of writing a bunch of, that I'm pretty sure, I think I finished. Well, people like yourself who are writing college essays, mm-hmm. seniors, juniors, things like that. People right, right. School, they're seeing an increase in not so much that they're using AI to detect, but that people who people humans who read the college essays are finding, no surprise, a large increase in how many essays are clearly being or have been written by AI. So basically being lazy. Basically. Yes, basically, because like, uh, I've, I've done a little bit of research, and as you said, most uh, college students are somewhat lazy and can't, you know, don't want to write a whole essay about why they should be accepted in the college. And, you know, they use chat, uh, chat GBT or like any other AI source and just say like, oh, can you write a, I don't know, like... W- a twenty-page essay about how I should. Nobody's be. writing a twenty-page. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand. At, what at that point, that's a book. Yeah, at like maybe like a two-page essay of why I should be in this college. Um, and you know, the chat and the AI would just give you like a whole description and stuff. And you know, it's just like uh, you know, it's pretty lazy. What's crazy is that I remember my journalism teacher. Um, I wrote a satirical article and an opinion piece, right? Okay, for journalism. And I know I wrote wrote something else, but basically, she even had to ask me if AI wrote it, and I told her, "No, I did. I wrote this. I'm just creative." Uh, but yeah, um, and, and really, also, I mean, if we're talking about AI, and we think of it as a tool, I think that gives more people access to assistance. Yeah, to right? assist- if you're using one of these chatbots, again, we'll use ChatGPT as our mm-hmm. big example as a large language model. Right. You know, a student who can't afford to have a private tutor or get mm-hmm. help with something. Right. You can have a conversation with it. Yeah. And have it review your ranks. So like let's say let's say Julian was writing an article for a journalism class. He could write that whole article and then have ChatGPT analyze it, give him feedback. He could even give it the rubric the teacher would use mm-hmm. and get feedback and suggestions on how he could improve it where he can't reach his teacher 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Right. He could employ the AI as a tutor or an assistant. Right. But, like, the major downfall with that is, like, uh, when when students use AI, such as myself, I, I use it only for, like, you know, uh, painting sources or, like, you know, art. And, you know, there are some AI bots that do art, and, you know, it looks okay. But the main problem when, when students use ai they don't use it in the right way oh for sure and not just students but people in general but but people in general yes how you heard about what's going on with taylor swift and everything yeah oh yeah 
I'm not in the loop. Tell me. Um, it's explicit, so I will tell you off the air. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. So, yeah, that that's why, like, you know, it fascinates me, but it also kind of scares me in a bit. Yeah. And also, I, I'll admit, I've used AI not for, like, writing my essays. Come on, I have standards now. Mm-hmm. If anything, it might, it might be like, hey, I need a source for this specific topic or, like, to answer this specific question. And I find it, and I look at the sources itself, but it doesn't work for me. So I either um, ex- excerpt that from the essay itself, or I tr- actually actively try to find a different source um, that might be compatible other than using the sources AI gave me. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, in the interest of time, we have to do school. So we could certainly pick this type of conversation up in a in a future day, but this was a really good conversation. Yeah. Productive on a throwback Thursday as yeah. we look to the future. Also, by the way, I found uh, a different article about the whole kids working in factories. Um, okay, that's like the feds say these laws were brazenly ignored by PSSI with one child worker, a 14-year-old student at Walnut Middle School in Grand Island, working from 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. five or six days a week between December and April. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's not rampant. That's not the norm. Yeah, it's not the norm. A, chi- a child cannot Industry work. is not built on the backs of children currently in no. 2024. No, a, a child cannot work from 11 a.m. to 5 a.m. It doesn't work like that. Right. Huh. In this country. Now, other places in the world? Possibly. Sure. sure. Possibly. It, po- it possibly can. Possibly. Here's what's not a possibility, but it's definitely going to happen. Uh, we'll um, be back tomorrow morning. Yes. On a feel-good Friday. Say goodbye, wave goodbye. See ya! Thank you for listening to The Zebra Morning Show. Please tell a friend to help spread the word. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow. Be sure to follow us on social media. We're on X, Instagram, and threads at ZebraPodcastNet. Visit our website at zebrapodcastnetwork.com where you can learn about joining us. And don't forget to send us your announcements and shout-outs. Have a great day, Zebra Nation. See you later, ladies. Bye-bye.